Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of the Gregor's Ministries podcast. And I'm so excited today. We actually have Hoffa Marks here with us. And for those of you that don't know, Hoffa was our very first guest on the Gregor's Ministries podcast. And Hoffa, thank you so much for coming back on with us today. Thank you, Josh. For me, it's a pleasure to be here again. We had a fun time. We we have we had a good time together, and I hope that we're going to have this time as well, uh, learning more and speaking and having fun. Yes, and I, I just told you I was learning Portuguese, so I have to I have to practice or my teacher is going to be angry. So this podcast will be released. It will be put out in the morning. So I'll say bom dia. Uh, bom dia pessoal, graça paz. Eu sou Joshua de Gregorich Ministries. Desculpa, eu falo muito pouco em português. So we will speak in English today together. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> great. You did a great was job. Okay? Was yes, all right. it, it was perfect, perfect. And especially saying sorry before I start to speak because people are gonna, you know, develop that merciful heart. And uh, yes. <laughs> they will <laughs> they will be able to understand you. But perfect. Thank you, my friend. And Hafa, you've been friends with us for, for several years now. And we had a great time with you a couple of years ago when we visited Brazil. And we're excited to come back and visit you again. But this time when we come back, you will be a father, my friend. Yes. You and your, your wife, Manu, are expecting your daughter, Amy, here in less than two months now i think right two months yes two months man uh, how do you feel then, about it man <laughs> um, i'm learning especially because i'm gonna be a father of a, a, a baby girl so it's a completely different world learning how to deal with pink stuff and uh, thinking about uh the future i am in uh, in a, a shot club you know like with guns and learning how to deal with knives and all that stuff because it's a it's a girl so we have to get ready yes <laughs> but we're happy we're very happy we just have to say for any future husband of amy you need to take care because hafa is already preparing for you this time yeah. with his guns yeah. and his knives right. <laughs> and learning brazilian jiu-jitsu in order <laughs> we may have <laughs> yeah uh, man you're you're excited Man, that, and just congratulations again to both of you guys. And you've been pastors there in John Pessoa for several years now, over two years, I believe it is. Um, right. I, the, the last time I talked to you, uh, Tanner was here with us. And I, I told you, we actually have a greater expectation because Tanner is not here. And I only say that because <laughs> I want him to hear it later and, and to feel some pain for missing out. But uh, it was November of 2020. We had our, our first conversation on the podcast. And, you know, you were, I think you said about a year and a half you had been at the church there. And there was a lot of restrictions. And right now with with the, the COVID and everything, I believe you, you had told me that on the weekends, you guys aren't able to meet. But during the week, it's kind of free. What, what does it look like just to kind of give people an idea? Yeah, Josh. Uh, first of all, we're excited to have you here in Brazil. And uh, I believe that we're going to have a great time there in Campina Grande. Yeah. But uh, these days, you know, you don't know much what expect about the, the rules and how things are going because they go back and forth uh, 
we we had after that time yes you were right about the time we are for we are here pastors for two years now and uh it's been a, a great experience to be pastor in this at this time that many times we have this kind of uh regulations from the government saying that we can and we we can back to get get back together uh but we spend like uh, uh three months after the the last podcast they shut it down again and uh, we we had uh for a month and uh, like six weeks we've been just online services and then we got back to to the church and now last week we received the uh the they said that we're supposed to shut uh shut off the end at the weekend so along the week we can get together so we're having uh tuesdays and thursdays service the, the, everybody's there but on weekends we are doing just online services but um i i can tell you we have seen the lord moving we have seen yeah. people coming to christ and the, in a time when people are uh you know you can smell the fear at the air we can yeah. see the goodness of god being manifested people being healed uh we we receive um miracles uh, uh testimonies and people saying what this word is it's performing in their lives so we are really excited and we know that once things are, are good here we can take our masks off it, it's we believe that it's just um uh we're we're getting close to that time taking yes. off the masks and uh, getting back together in the whole church because even when we are together we have a restriction about the number of people so we can have the whole church in the one building by now but uh even the government said that uh we're gonna have vaccines for everybody until the end of october so we are with uh, good expectations about this Man, and even one thing to know that with the kingdom of God, we are not relying on the government. We're not relying on anybody to tell us our place and our position. That's no right. matter what's going on, we are healed by the, by the stripes of Jesus. So the yes. healing power of God is working in our bodies. Even if COVID comes upon us, we're going to recover. We're going to be healthy. We're going to live That's a right. long life. We're going to fulfill the plan of God. There's nothing that is going to stop us individually but also as a church, we're going to keep right. going forward. And, you know, there in Brazil, the the sport is soccer, football. And, uh, you know, I don't know how to say it in, in Portuguese, but the goalie, the guy that, that you know, is playing, protecting the, the other team from scoring. Goleiro in Portuguese. Goleiro, right? Yes, that's right. Uh, I, I feel like that is the position you never want to be in, where you're just always on defense. You're always trying to protect, protect. In the body of Christ, we are on offense. We are going forward. That's right. We are the people with the ball. And so we are going to score. And so you That's always right. have to keep the mindset. I'm not just trying. And a lot of times we talk about the shield of faith. And it's so important to have the shield of faith. But even if you think about in old times when people were fighting with their swords and their shield, they didn't just stand behind the shield. They used the sword at the same time. And That's so right. you, you, when you're attacking something, you use the shield and the sword, which is the word and the, the Holy Spirit together uh, to create the, the results that we've been promised, which is victory in Christ Jesus. And That's so right. no, 
no matter where you see yourself right now, no matter how it seems, no matter how you feel, you have victory that's been promised to you in the name of Jesus. So we just want to encourage everyone, no matter what you're facing, there is victory and you're walking through this situation, but you're going to see an amazing testimony on the other side. And Hoffa, I know your, your church, I would like to, I know that we talked, uh, you know, many months ago about your, your church, you guys were moving into a new building. I know you guys are, are going through some things with the government and trying to open, but how's progress been on, on the new building that you guys have? Exactly. As you said, uh, Josh, we're going forward. Jesus yeah. said uh, in Mark uh, 16, and I know that uh, we probably have, um, I, I think I heard you talking something about this, but Jesus said, you go into, the old, into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Jesus said to them, you go. I know that many people don't understand why Jesus would talk about uh, the serpents and the uh, the scorpions and or anything that may you know appear and is it's not that regular when you are at home and you see a snake inside your house i know that in some places you may find one but the thing is jesus said that we're supposed to go and while we're going in, in some path in some ways we're gonna find some snakes and some stuff but he said something very interesting uh, on the 18th verse he said they will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly uh, uh, we have the the if and that word means that you may you may drink or you may not drink but the yeah. thing is we have a mission and we have no time to lose uh getting sick and uh, and we 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 can lose our time you know going to yeah. the lord right now so we can stand upon these words and believe that no matter no matter how deadly that thing is we are full of life. We have the life of God and we're going to keep walking forward. I know that here in Brazil and in Paraíba, we have some news saying that things are, you know, we have to take care. We don't know about uh, economics, how things are going to be after the, the pandemic. But I know one thing, we're going forward. We believe in Jesus' power. We believe in the life yeah. of God. So we, we said to the, to the brethren in the church, uh, we feel that the Lord wants us in another place. It's a, an, another building, another neighbor uh, neighborhood. And uh, we feel that the Lord is calling us to reach uh, that people. And uh, especially where we're going now, we have the, the, uh, all the, the buses. And, uh, you know, it's easy to, to receive people there. We have more people walking around. And uh, it's a building four times bigger than the, the building we have right now wow. so we are reforming uh we are uh you know dealing with some uh bureaucratic stuff to start the church there but we're very excited we know in a, in a few weeks we're gonna be uh in this new building but the, the thing is we know that we are just answering the call of god yeah. we're not you know creating something inventing something we're just following the lord and uh, the doors has been have been has been open. If we are, uh, if we stay there and expect things going well in the government in in some way economics or something, we would stay in the same place. Yeah. But we decide to go forward and, and obey the Lord. 
Man, and one thing too is that we have to recognize that we're not in the world's economy. We're not in the world's system. We live above that place. And so no matter what it, it seems like in your life, we still have the ability to go beyond it. And, you know, even you guys going into the new building, you're not getting the new building just so you can post on Facebook or Instagram and say, look, we have a great new building. You're building this because you want to reach more people. You want to have more capacity, more room for more people to come. And so even if your church uh, maybe isn't as big enough to fill this building, you are setting the expectation. God told us to do this. We said yes to what he said, and we believe when we obey what he says that he is going to bring the people. And not just so we can show that there's a great church, but just so that we can keep impacting our city. And, you know, in one thing, you know, you as a pastor, Hoffa, you know that people cannot just rely on you to reach the whole city. We need each and every one of us in the body of Christ working together. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, during this time where people maybe have been locked down and everything, how have you been talking to your people to continue to to reach their family and friends? Um, maybe they're not able to see them in person, but how can we continue to minister to people even when it seems like we're far away? Very interesting question. And uh, I, I know that the Lord is teaching the whole body. And uh, yes. I believe that he's pushing us to another uh, another sphere, another area. I know that uh, we've been like in that comfort zone, staying yes. many times in the buildings and everything. You know, you, you could uh, t- touch people's life inside the building. But I believe that we have to remember that Jesus talked about the world. And the Bible says that Jesus, he taught at the synagogues, he preached, uh, among the people and he healed when he had some sick sick folks around him so no matter where the church is we can make the difference if in the synagogues we can teach people to grow up we can teach in the we can preach to receive uh to people receive jesus and we can heal people when it's necessary and that's yeah. the thing we have to just enjoy all the the doors that the lord has opened for the church and the uh, internet and the uh, uh one one interesting thing we had a, a sister that she uh gives us that testimony and that was so strong to me uh she was with some symptoms of the covid19 and she went to the hospital and uh, she stayed there and uh, she said pastor i just got the messages uh of of faith and healing and especially in those moments there the symptoms were like trying to take control over me I just heard the word, just heard the word. And while I was hearing the word was like my body was getting calmed and my soul, because, you know, if you are in fear, that fear is going to, you know, destroy your soul. It's going to cut the the effects of the faith. As Brother Hagen used to say, the doubt is a thief of the best God's blessings, Uh, the best blessings of God. So uh, we have to take care a while, especially after we left the boat and we are walking on the water. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus. You know, yeah. the thief, uh, the thief is there. The, the thief, sorry, the, the thief 
supposed to be inside the mouth. <laughs> the thief is there, uh, you know, and he's trying to take our heart and, um, you know, just put some fear. You can have a ship on the water and no problem. But if you have water inside the boat, you have a lot of trouble and probably the boat is going to sink. So it's time for us to keep our hearts on the word and just know one thing. If the message is taught and it's preached, it's going to take effects. And that lady, when she yes. came out to the out of the hospital, she came and she thanked us and she said, Pastor, uh, uh, I know it was not medication. It was not anything from outside. It That, that piece came from inside a while I was uh, listening to the word. And that's why it's so important for us to keep hooked, connected with the word because the word is powerful to make us grow up and that's the will of god for us yes and you know it's so important for us to control our soul especially when we have we can listen to the news all the time we can listen to what other people are saying that whether we know it or not those things get into our soul and it changes the way that we think and the way that we see things our perspective and we have to make sure that we're controlling those things and i love what you were talking about with the boat because, you know, when Jesus was with the disciples and he said, we're going to go to the other side, he he made this declaration. This is how it's going to be. We're going to make it. It's, we're going to get to the other side. Well, they saw the wind, the waves, the water start going in the boat. But what happened is their soul, their imagination, they began to think, we're going to die. This is it. You know, and so even to the point where they began to question the character of God. I remember they went to Jesus and they said, Jesus, don't you care? We're going to die. And so what they were seeing, what they were experiencing in their soul caused them to question a spiritual truth that God is good. And That's so right. you, we can't allow the things that are happening around us to impact the things that are within us. And That's so right. we are children of God. God loves us. He cares about us. He's going to protect us. He's going to provide for us. And we have to keep our soul in that truth. And the way that we do that, and, and it's something I talked to you about, Hoffa, is really, it's, it's really being a mature Christian. Because a, a, a Christian that is, you know, tossed to and fro, as the Bible says, by every wind, every doctrine, everything that comes, it, it's a baby Christian. It's someone who... Uh, oh, I think God is good, but now here's a problem. Is God good now? And you question yes. his character based on what you're going through. And so I wanted to ask you, as a pastor, how do you equip equip your people to be mature Christians? Because you you probably know, you know, you have one, two, maybe three times during the week to minister to these people, and that's not enough for them to be fully equipped for everything that life's challenges will bring. So how do you equip them to, to prepare themselves for life's challenges? Well, the, the very interesting uh, subject, Josh, and uh, especially when you were talking about that uh, passage with the disciples, uh, two questions were made. Once, uh, the first one, the disciple said, uh, uh, don't you care that we are going to perish? Yeah, And uh, the second question is Jesus saying, where's your faith? Where's your faith? Two questions. And uh, we know yeah. that in the world, uh, we still have uh, do those questions being made. Humanity, uh, and uh, let me say, in the flesh, saying, God, 
don't you care with the things that are happening? Yeah. But we still have God saying, where's your faith? Yeah. Where's your faith? I, I want to do, I can do. The power is available. Everything is, avail is available. But what you are doing, and, and that's, that's the thing. We have to grow up until we, yeah. we, be, we, we may be sure about God, good, God's goodness, about what God did for us in Christ Jesus. And let me say first, before we start to answer properly the question, I, I have this book here with me. And I know it's not coincidence that I'm reading it now. Yeah. Can, can you read it? No, you you can. It's, uh, it's not... spirit, spiritual growth. No, that's, that's not fair. <laughs> it's in Portuguese. Crescendo espiritualmente. But that's the book we're talking about. And uh, yeah. I was reading this book this day. And the, the, I, I finished and I'm going to start it again. Because I know that it's very important for us to be, you know... Uh, we won't grow up just by chance. It's not yeah. something you said. Let, let me see how my life is going and how much I can grow up spiritually. No, you have to premeditate. You have yes. to think about it and you have to, you know, accomplish your part. Brother Higgin talks about spiritual growth on this book. And uh, just let me quote this, this verse in sure. Ephesians chapter 4, uh, on the verse 11. It says, and he himself gave some to be apostles, prophets, and evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And that, yes, there is an important part that the fivefold ministries are going to develop to help people to grow up spiritually. I know that some people are teaching that you can just stay by yourself stay at home you're a christian at your home man we are members of the body of christ so we have to be connected uh there is an anointing about people about the ministries about you that i need to receive uh there is an anointing about me that can help you to develop spiritually and that's one part that's just one side of the coin but he keeps saying uh until uh we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the son of god and there is one uh, um, one translation in portuguese very interesting it says uh um it's more or less this way because it's not uh, i don't have this translation in english but it says uh we have to stay connected and we have to hear the the, the ministries that you know teach the word but he said until we all may reach the unity that just the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God uh, produce in us. There is a level of faith and unity that just the knowledge may produce in me. You know, uh, I know that everything I hear from God, every word of God contains faith, but mm. there is a kind of faith that I can walk in uh, by the knowledge, the precise knowledge, the epignosis, the precise knowledge of Jesus. So one thing very important, we can uh, lose our eyes, we can lose our track of following Jesus and desiring, you know, learning, learn about him more. I know that people uh, these days on the internet, we, we see some stuff like you can hack your learning about some stuff. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense in English. No, I understand, it's, it's, yeah. It's how we say in Portuguese, you can hack how to speak Portuguese. You can hack those things. 
man, there are things that you can hack. And uh, we can hack the knowledge of God. We have to stay with the word. And uh, if a doctrine or if a teaching is saying to you that you can grow up spiritually doing this, doing that, and not connected with the word, it won't work. It will not yeah. work in a one-time event in the year. You have to stay with the word every day of your life. Uh, when yeah. uh, Apostle John was talking to the church and uh, he said something very interesting. Uh, uh, he was talking to the, uh, I don't have the, the King James version here, but okay, no problem. I just will quote it. He said to the young people, you have, you overcame uh, the enemy because yes. the world, the word is in you. The, the word in you is the cause of your victory. But he said to the fathers, he said, you know, the one who is from the beginning, you know him. How do we grow up spiritually? We have to know the father. We have to stay yeah. with the word, stick with the word. And uh, as you said, uh, Josh, sometimes people think, Pastor, is your responsibility, my spiritual growth. No, it's your responsibility. The same yeah. way you feed yourself every day, you take a bath every day, and you're supposed to do it at least, uh, but you take bath every day. You get clean every day. You have to read the word every day, pray in other tongues every day. There is no hacking for those things. Uh, I know that uh, James talks about this, and he said something interesting. If you are suffering, you pray. If you are joyful, you can sing a song. If you are happy, yeah. you can sing. But if you are suffering, you pray. And many people think that what uh, James is saying is, if I'm suffering, let me call a brother to pray for me. Praise God, we can pray for each other. I'm not saying that uh, we are not supposed to pray for each other. But yeah. he's saying, if you are suffering, you pray. Because there is something uh, while you're praying that is going to take you out of the suffering, out, out of that suffering zone and will put you in that pleasure place, you know? So uh, one thing to grow up spiritually, and that's what we're talking to the church these days, and we're going to keep with that message. You have to stay with the word, stick yes. with the word, what the word has to say. Brother Hagen said that a spiritual man, I'm sorry, I'm speaking too much. Is no, continue. You're, okay. you're in a role, man. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. You keep going. Uh, brother, brother Hagen said that in a spiritual man is the one who knows what belongs to him in Christ Jesus and take advantage of it. A spiritual man. Uh, he said that, let, let me, let me quote this right. Uh, because I'm translating two times. So, <laughs> but he said, a spiritual man will underestimate the things of the earth. We will not take that that serious. The news that said that says that we're gonna, you know, stay in this situation for that long. Uh, you, you know, you can expect bad things to this world. I saw some scientists saying you can expect something way worse in two or three years. Man, what a terrible expectation! Yeah. <laughs> I, I every time we get in in prayer in, and you stay before the Lord and you recognize the Lord, you won't get out of that place with yeah. a kind of bad news oh i i've been with the lord i was praying in the spirit and the and the, i know we don't have good news that that's not uh, that that's not truth when you get out of that presence you get out in, in in a joyful way you expect the good things to happen because the word 
it's still in you. Yes. And if you know, we have to give value to the word we receive. So stick with the word. Stay every day. And I know that as Brother Hagen said, he said that once uh, in his ministry, he was preaching about God being real. And he said, many times I'm not feeling that much yet. God was not that real to me. But what happened? I stayed with the word every day. Yeah. You know, you make the Ephesians 1 prayer every day. Spirit yes. of knowledge, spirit of wisdom, opening the eyes of my heart. And you know what's going, what's going to happen? God is going to be more real for you than the clothes you are wearing. <laughs> But it's not magic. It's something you have to stay doing every day. Yeah, and it's done by faith. Everything by faith. And, you know, Miss Leanne, who uh, Leanne Sosby, who she traveled with brother Hagen. I, I believe she was there in Brazil a couple of times with That's the true. doing prayer, but she would say, she said, there was times I didn't feel like God was real, but I had to say it by faith. God, you are real. You're more real than this air that I breathe. You're more real than my best friend. You're more real than my parents, than my family. You are more real to me until that became a reality in her life, until she began to start experiencing that. And it works that way with faith, with any area of our life. Um, right. Whether it's peace, whether it's healing, you have to say, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. The healing power of God is more real to me than any symptom, than any sickness, than any disease. The name of Jesus is greater than any name that's in this earth. And you have to get into this place where you start to truly believe it for yourself. It's And sometimes, just to be honest, when you start saying it, you may not even believe it. But right. as you continue, as you continue to speak it out, your spirit that has been recreated by God is going to hook up with the truth and it's going to create that reality in your life. Amen. And I, I love uh, in, in Joshua 1.8, and it says, and you're, I know you're familiar with this, but it says the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written for then your way shall be prosperous and you will have good success. And so, you know, Hafa, it's one thing. And I like to think of it this way. When I go to church, it's like I'm going And for those of you that don't know, like a Brazilian barbecue is chuhasco. <laughs> it's like when I go to church, I'm having chuhasco. I'm having this, like this great meal, this great, you know, big thing, but I don't have chuhasco. I don't have a great barbecue every single day, but I have to, so I have to learn how to feed myself during the week. If I just go to a great barbecue or a great feast once or twice a week, it's not going to be enough to, to keep my body, the nutrients and the, the substance that I need. I have to learn how to feed myself throughout the week. And that's what meditating on the word of God does. I'm feeding right. myself. And so when I do go to church uh, and I have this great meal, I don't have to, uh, I'm not starving and I don't have to eat every little thing. I can eat the things that God really wants to speak to me. And not only that, but then whenever I go to church, I actually have something to give other people. That's right. And, you know, as a pastor, I think something that probably blesses you is seeing people that come to church that are already full, already have prayed in the spirit, have already been in the word of God, and they're able to minister and help other people. And they're not just looking to you. What can you give me today? 
right? That, that's and, right. That's right. Yeah. And so one thing that I think you want as a, as a minister, as somebody is to have, you want to know as a pastor, I've got people on my team that are full of the word of God. And the only way that they can do that is by meditating in the word of God. And, you know, Hoffa, just, we want to make this podcast really practical to people. And so a lot of times we'll say, be prepared, meditate on the word of God, or, or be be equipped all the time. But how would you, just some practical steps, someone who needs to feed themselves, what are some things you would tell them to do? Well, we had a, a pastor, Pastor João here in Campina Grande. He was a, our pastor, and he used to say this way, how how do you meditate? He said, you just have to do with the word of God the same thing you do with your problems. So when you have problems to solve, you're going to think, how, how am I going to solve this? Especially yeah. if it's a very hard problem, you're going to yeah. think of how can I solve this thing? And if the word of God stay in your, in your mind, in your because God said in, in Jeremiah 31, he said, it's coming a day when I'm going to write my commandments in their minds and in their hearts. Yeah, There's something in our hearts and you know how much we are affected by listening to the word of God. But there is a part of renewing our mind that yes. talks a lot about how long something remains in my mind, in my mind and in, 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 in my mouth, because my mouth, it's part of the process to change the way I think. That That's how Josh said, I have to keep, saying to myself god's more real than the clothes i'm wearing god's more real yeah. than the chair man confession uh is part of what we do every day and uh, one interesting thing just i know i'm taking <laughs> out of the line a little bit again no but let me let me say this way yeah. uh some people said pastor i have confession problems i i i don't remember that much how what i have to confess how long i have to confess where i have to confess and I, re I just remind them, you are confessing something all the time. The thing is, you are just saying things. No, but I'm not confessing, Pastor, because people think that confess is something that you stop and you, you just say that thing and you're doing anything else. No, yeah. confession is your mouth connected with your heart, speaking what you have inside. So uh, along the day, people are confessing all kinds of seeds. But yes. what we have to do, we have to make sure that we have the word abundant enough in our hearts in order we may speak according what God has said. That That's Bible, Bible confession. Just yes. saying the same things that the Lord has said. If you are not confessing enough, it means you have not the word abiding in you enough. So you spend more time listening to the word. So the thing I can say to uh, enjoy spiritual growth no matter if we're in pandemic or not, I, I can tell you, you schedule a time in the day. If you feel uh, desire of doing that or not, you stay with the word. You yes. make sure that you are having, you know, you have time enough in order you may get that, that revelation in your mind. In you. And I know one thing, when we are impressed with some stuff, we're still thinking on that. We're yeah. still thinking on that. So uh, when uh, I, I could say that in, in many ways, but uh, we had a, a sister and she was so glad because her, uh, her son uh, was going to study uh, medicine and she was 
medicine in the medical school you know he yeah. was uh, he was supposed to be a doctor so she was so excited about that that she spent three months just speaking about that so some people in the church was kind of avoiding her because she was too glad and she was she would say uh good morning did i tell you that my son is going to study in that medical school and that kind of stuff bye bye did, did i tell you that my son he he passed uh, that test and all that stuff and people were my dad that's like, we get it we get about it that. <laughs> i can't i can't stand her anymore why she's doing that for one reason her her son was in the in the treasure place in yeah. their heart in her heart so when you in uh, in treasure the word of god that much and you start to understand that everything is true and it's for your life you're going to put the word in that place on which you're going to meditate all day long and you know when someone come to you and say hello you're going to say hello do you believe in god's word god's word is true <laughs> god is real you know like yeah. josh said so you make sure that you are you know consecrating the time to stay with the word to meditate on the word and to pray in other times it's impossible yeah. do not grow up the spirit grow up spiritually impossible if you yeah. pray if you stay with the word and if you practice the word nothing can hold you one one interesting thing just just to finish uh this this part josh uh there in, in joshua chapter one and you you probably know very much the, the book it's you know at least my name yeah your name <laughs> god said to joshua in the verse five no man shall be able to stand before you before you yeah. all the days of your life of yeah. your life what I, what i can tell you nothing can stand against you no matter what you are facing no matter uh how things are around you i can tell you one thing no no one or nothing can stand against you all the days of your life if you stick with the word of god as yes. god said to him meditate on be brave and but why i supposed to be brave be brave to practice everything you learn in the word of god so if you are able to be you know brave enough to say i'm going to practice the word of god i'm going to work on it uh, no one can stand against you man and what i love what you said and i love looking at the you know joshua one is it, an awesome passage but one thing I, i love about it too is that god's not just wanting us he's not saying meditate on the word because i want you to prove yourself to me i want to prove i want you to prove that you and you can work and you can show yourself he's wanting you to meditate because he knows that's how you're going to get be successful in life because right. he knows that there's going to be attacks He understands that your soul has to be renewed. He knows that. He wants to set you up for success. And that's one thing. And that's something you had talked about is that, you know, God is good. That's our baseline. That we know God is good and he wants the very best for me. So any commandment that he gives me is because he wants his will to be done in my life. Not because he needs me to prove something or to work and be uh, acceptable to him. He, in Jesus, we are accepted. So now he's saying you are accepted, but there's going to be some situations, some circumstances in your life that you're going to have to overcome. And these are the tools that you can use to do that. And so I love that because it doesn't make me feel like, oh man, I don't, I'm not in a place of condemnation when I hear these things. I'm in a place of empowerment. He's saying, listen, 
I believe in you. And I believe in you so much. I'm giving you my word. And I believe that you can speak it out of your mouth and you can see the same results as if I was the one saying those things. That's like the ultimate trust. You know, we have faith in God, but the reality is, Hafa, he has faith in us. And he believes in us to be his children and to demonstrate him in the earth. And so what we want to be is we want to be mature Christians who demonstrate the kingdom of God in all the earth. We don't want to just be people that are looking to God to give us blessings. We've already received the greatest blessing, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Now, as mature Christians, as believers, we're looking to give that out to other people. And man, I'm just so thankful, Hoffa, first of all, that I can call you a friend, that we are able to have these conversations through technology, you in Brazil, me here in America, and it's not going to be too long. I'm going to be there with you guys by faith. We're speaking it out. We're going (laughs) to be there. And man, I I just want to say that you are a blessing, not only to me, but to the body of Christ and to your church family and just want to just encourage you personally that, man, what you're doing and the word that God has placed in your heart is making an impact in this generation and in the world. So, man, just thank you so much for taking some time. I know you're a busy guy and you're you're preaching this night for Raymond classes there in Brazil. But thank you for taking some time to join us tonight. Thank you, Josh, for inviting me. It's a pleasure. I know I, I always get blessed when you have this contact uh, by you preaching or ministering or talking about your own life. You, your life, you know, it reflects the, the, the knowledge that you carry with you. So that, that's very, very uh, valuable for us. Uh, we love you and Lorena. You're people from our heart, really. Yes. So we have good expectation to have you here. And uh, one thing, just to finish this subject, yeah. I was studying this day especially because i'm teaching uh, blood covenant but one interesting thing when god was talking about the ark the ark supposed to be made the the old covenant you know the the, the ark of the covenant he uh, supposed to be wood but that wood uh should be covered by gold inside outside and uh, that was the box where the presence of God were at those days and where the the ark was good things used to happen for good people bad things you used to happen for the enemies of God because that's God that was God's presence and in humanity but in those last days I I will tell you praise God he's not in that ark anymore he's living inside us you know we may be made of wood something that we have everywhere but praise God for the presence of the Holy Spirit. That, that's the gold we need inside, upon us. But one yes. very interesting thing. Inside the ark, we used to have the law. We used to have the, 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 the word. So for these days, just let me remind you, my brother, I don't know where you are while you were listening to this podcast. Put the word of God inside you. Yes. The Holy Spirit will work will perform upon the word. And I know that God will manifest help and the mercy and everything that people may need through you because God is going to use your hands. Many people are praying right now saying, God, if you can do something, please put your hands on someone who is sick. 
I'll tell you, it's your hands that the Lord is going to use. It's your mouth that the Lord is going to use. So just yield to the spirit. Remember one thing. You do not have to grow up just for yourself. We have yeah. to grow up because we have to take care of more babies. So if I yes. can just give one last advice, buy this book. Yes. Grow up spiritually. That will be a blessing. Thank you, my friend. Yes. Thank you very man, much. Man, thank you again so much. And send our love for Manu and for your soon-to-come baby. Man, we're so excited for you. And uh, hopefully we can talk again soon, all right? Amen. See you, Josh. Thank you See very you. much. Ciao, ciao.